Hello and welcome to a new episode of Zoo and Me. Today I am Brass Bulldog, as I am every day. And uh, I'm joined today by Taro and no one else. And today I'm Aki. Yes, Taro is Taro is filling in for Aki. As I do every day. Yep. As well. We've honestly just replaced Aki with Taro. You know what? She I had a great run. I think she did a wonderful job. Uh, yep. Getting things up and running, but uh, we all know who carries the show. So, truly, yep. <laughs> truly stole the show. Yeah, as you would say. And Hold on, let hearts. me let me Google something really quick. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> what is it that you are looking for? Oh no, I was just saying your catchphrase. <laughs> I thought my catchphrase was wait. What is what is what was our our uh, theme song again? <laughs> the fact. That you hit the stutter like five times on that joke as well really sold it for me. Holy shit. <laughs> Just worked out perfectly as, as it was supposed to. See, those In my were heart definitely of hearts, intentional stutters. That was intentional, yeah. <laughs> I refuse to believe otherwise. Honestly, I didn't even notice I stuttered. <laughs> That's great. No, I love that for you. Yeah. So, Taro. As has yeah. been tradition, every single time in the show, you've brought on some really hard-hitting questions. Mm-hmm. So, what have you brought for us today? So, I was thinking, sort of recently, I feel like... Alright, so, uh, Zoot started in 2019? 2020? One so of those two there. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the magazine started almost a year ago now, or like a month or two away from that. Uh, this show started just after the magazine. Yep. It kind of felt like there was this like, I don't know, ramping up of content that was existing. And then I feel like since then, I haven't seen nearly as many new projects crop up as I sort of expected I would. And like, no shade to anyone who's listening to this who's like, listen, I'm just really busy and want to enjoy the show, but... Well, you better make some fucking time because otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm surprised there isn't more stuff being created. And I figured you would be the person to ask as to why not. You see, I'm not everyone else. I can only answer for my shit. And my shit is already, is already doing shit. I don't know. <laughs> so like... I disagree. I feel like you can answer for everyone. I'm giving you permission. <laughs> my my guess is that maybe there's just it's like people don't really know what to make because we've already got two podcasts. We've got one that's scripted in extremely high production, and then there's this one which is unscripted and that takes like an hour to make. <laughs> I feel like there's so much stuff out there you can make though. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously it's the obvious parallel of the furry fandom or whatever, but there's like. Yeah. 50 podcasts there's music coming out all the time there's animated shorts there's like all quadrillion pictures all the time like i don't know i guess i'm just surprised yeah even like again no shade to anyone who's part of this group but i feel like there hasn't even been as much like zoo art that's specifically like community driven being created recently 
still plenty of porn because that's always coming out but <laughs> always the feral the feral community is supplying us well mm-hmm. we love you carrot <laughs> but yeah I'm, I, yeah i guess the one thing i that was the one thing i could think of with is you know oh what more do you make <laughs> i mean we, we've even got like like a project that's literally making a bunch of fi- of uh, Zooey fiction stories. That's true. That's true. And that is cool. And also and that the, text, adventure text adventure that you played was, was amazing as well. Yeah. I don't know. I had a lot What's, of fun with that. So did I. Did you um? Did you get the two secret uh like bonus things? No, but I do. Kn- I do know what they're supposed to be. What a loser. I haven't gotten back to play it since the since uh, the initial play. What a double loser! <laughs> I actually didn't listen. That's like the only episode I haven't listened to because I wanted to play the game myself first, and then after yeah. playing the game, I tried to go back to listen to you guys go through it, and I was like, "It's this is so fucking boring." Just listening to you guys talk about the game I just finished. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's why you should have spoiled it for yourself. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I, I just realized that probably made made us the first like zoo let's players. Hey, although I think technically there was another person that was a zoo streamer before. Uh, I mean, and we've also done streaming before, but but true. more in the sense of like it's pre-recorded and then gets released out as episodes. Mm. There was also a uh, furry semi-pro League of Legends player, uh, or sorry, led zoo League of Legends player back like six years ago or something i did not know about that mm-hmm. probably the only interesting thing there is about league of legends what about my whole last article about how like <laughs> seven different characters are like out just straight zoo eh. i would argue league is probably the zooiest game in existence pokemon so here's here's the thing about pokemon first uh, there aren't that many characters that are in outright relationships with uh, Pokemon, and to even the knowledge. ones that there are, I, I mean, I, I did the research for the article I wrote on it. <laughs> Just because it's not canonically known. <laughs> okay, sure. Fair, I guess. But then also, Pokemon has a way longer run history with way more media attached to it, whereas League doesn't. And so by, like, per capita, it's way zooier. And I think what you're just trying to get at is, is that you know League of Legends, it just doesn't have the same community because it sucks, and <laughs> thus it doesn't have the same material. Listen, every single time I play a solo queue game, I think to myself, I'm doing it for zoo rights. <laughs> that is a interesting way to convince yourself that you <laughs> playing League is a good thing. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to get you to play with me one of these days and you're going to be like, wow, this is so much fun and I feel so bad about talking shit. And then my life will be ruined forever. Yeah, that's how you know the plane will crash. <laughs> uh, that'll just be like, whatever happened to Brass Bulldog? He became a league player. <laughs> he played one game and then it was over. Oh no. <laughs> We haven't seen him since he hasn't come back online except for League. True. I mean, I do feel like from a purely psychoanalytical standpoint, I'm like perfectly tuned for League of Legends because I'm very competitive. Um, I hate fun. Uh, 
and like i always need to feel like i'm achieving something oh yeah and sleep so i have the time i have the willpower and like even when it sucks i'm like yeah but it only sucks because everyone else sucks and i'm great and so therefore if i play again statistically i'll have a good time so your entire thing is just that you've got a massive ego and that feeds it i wouldn't say like a massive ego um i have a bit for sure but yeah i do too so it's also, more, more so based around my intelligence anyway yeah yeah well i mean that's a robot thing yeah Anyway, speaking of you being so intelligent, how do we inspire more people to make zoo stuff? Fuck. <laughs> this isn't math. <laughs> All right. Mathematically, how do we inspire people to make more zoo stuff? <laughs> we need to find out how to an equation that will result in a higher rate of uh, uh, inspiration per capita in the community. Okay. So if X is zoo content created... Um, technically, and, you put y, typically, you put Y as the uh, dependent oh my result. But. God, this is why I fucking hate math. Okay, so if Y is zoo content created and X is you right now, how do we make X influence Y in a positive way? All right, well, if, they're, if, you're, trying, if you're trying to get like an equation going on uh-huh. on... Uh, Simply having X plus something will thus have Y become bigger. <laughs> okay, but then now now take that and apply it to real life. <laughs> also, this analogy doesn't make much sense as I'm not a, I am not a number. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, listen, you make the equation then. <laughs> All right, so we'll oh, have... Oh, God, he's what... actually making the equation. Yes, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as we had before, y is the total number of of zoo projects being done. We'll have mm-hmm. x be, or like the y y will be the inspiration to make the projects. X will be he, you know, it's a variable that we don't quite know what it is yet, but that's going to be what's changing things. Okay, changing that variable has to be what's doing everything else. Everything. So we need some constants to work with. Okay. So let's see here. What what can we use as a constant in this situation? Uh, G. That's a variable. Ugh, fucking, I hate math so much. Unless you're talking about gravity in in terms of physics, but you know, I don't think that's going to be helping us very much. Mm, what if the constant is? community energy or like community drive also that would also be a variable holy fucking shit i'm over it (laughs) we need something that would be consistently the same why (laughs) because that's what a constant is that is the definition but why do we why do we need it so that there's actually something to build the equation on hmm i I mean you can have a thing entirely made of con of variables but then it's hard to kind of work out <laughs> what to do with it all right well is the constant uh 10 you know what sure fuck it let's put a 10 in there because the zoo community is 10 out of 10 yeah that which would divide out to one uh <laughs> 
Because uh, 10 out of 10 <laughs> is a fraction. <laughs> All right. Well, that's because the zoo community is number one. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what are we fucking doing? <laughs> You're doing math to solve the problem because you said you couldn't do it in like a social science way. Honestly, that is the primary way you should be doing that. But, I don't, I'm but, but you're doing it the other way. <laughs> Just because I'm better at math doesn't mean math is the solution. All right, well then solve it without math. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to get a calculator to tell to you know measure something. Have you never heard of a graphing calculator? <laughs> that. I mean more in the sense of like a, a tape measure or doing a census. Actually, a calculator would be good, useful for doing a census. You're you're killing your own analogy here. I feel like you just need to solve the problem already. All right, let's see here. So we could start with you know some like uh, outreach outreach things. I guess you know try to produce some more content, trying to inspire people to make content. Mm-hmm. Which we've done a lot of, but we haven't done a lot of that recently, which I think may contribute to a uh, falling off. Mm. All right. Now that you've tried to solve the problem, I don't like your approach. Let's do it my way. Okay. All right. First of all, we need to decide. As a community, do we need more content? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> Look, that was I've supposed got, to be the easy one. I've got two. I've got a podcast I can listen to. I've got a podcast I make. There are two articles released every week on a magazine, and there are monthly fiction, fiction and stories being written. Okay, but you don't need to consume every piece of content personally yourself. It's about reaching different audiences with things that are targeted at different people. Like, for instance, in the uh, Zooey.pub Discord server, please feel free to join. Um, like half the people in there don't even read the magazine, which is okay, but it's relatable. because uh, don't don't you fucking dare say relatable. <laughs> because too late, I already did. <laughs> the format of a magazine isn't necessarily going to appeal to everyone, right? Like we design it for people that have like five minutes to kill, um, and want to just like quickly read something, and that's not everyone's lifestyle. Yeah. So what if what if hear me out? We mm-hmm. make like a news thing. But like audio, a news podcast. <laughs> so funny story, actually. Um, back when the magazine was first starting off, I actually wanted to do like a, a monthly here's all the zoo news that happened kind of thing. Yeah. And it's something I still want to try and do. Uh, but it turns out like not a lot happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even. Um, and most of it's going to be drama if there is something. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really weird reporting on like, oh, this week, uh, person A and person B are, are feuding on Twitter, and oh, it feels really bad for all their friends. Ha! Grim's list is back. Oh, <laughs> and thinking he is doing shit. I love him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so it's so funny. It's like, do you have you ever had like, uh, how do I ask this in a way that's like. In anime, <laughs> you know how there's always the trope of the one character that's like the younger sibling that like always wants to like do better than the older sibling, but they're just like a crybaby and suck at everything. 
Okay, yeah, I think that's that's just kind of a description of a younger sibling, yeah. That's, like, the relationship I like to think that uh, I have with Grim at this point, <laughs> where every time I do anything, he's like, oh, Lamau, you suck, and everything's, like, awful, blah, 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 and then, like, it's only because he can't achieve anything himself, you know? Honestly, my favorite thing with Grim Grimm's is that uh, he covered the Zoo and Me podcast, but he fucking he literally said nothing about it. He simply stated that it exists. He knows nothing else about it and moves yeah. on. It's He's like, great advertising, to be honest. <laughs> just like literally, just like like this is this is another this is a podcast run by zoos. Now, admittedly, I don't know what their views are, but it exists. <laughs> and then he just moves on. So like he here's... Didn't, he didn't even bother to listen to an episode. Well, that'd be too hard. That's that's researching. <laughs> Something that we know aunties are not that great at. Yeah. I just feel like it's so easy to make content if all you do is hate another group because everything yeah. that group does is content for you. Like, he could have a weekly YouTube show where he just word for word reads the articles we write and then, like, once every couple sentences be like, zoo bad. And, like, there'd be so many people on Twitter like, what a king. What a legend. He's doing He's saying it. <laughs> I, I feel like you've literally just described the entire, like, strategy of Alex Jones and uh, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. The entirety I, of Fox News. <laughs> credit to Alex Jones. He's crazy enough to come up with his own wacky theories. But I do know what you mean with, like, the right-wing grifter community. Yeah. Uh, or the New York Post. Mm, true <laughs> anyway if he's listening to this uh you know free content ideas please <laughs> if you get that going i'll do an interview uh with the magazine for you and we'll uh, promote it I, i'm genuinely want, wondering why the hell alex jones would ever be listening to this podcast oh i like grim but you know oh, alex okay. jones if you're out there <laughs> uh, no i don't want to i don't want to interview alex jones he's too much of a fucking loser <laughs> You you wouldn't even be able to ask a question. You'd speak a single word, and you'd just start talking about how you know, like Sandy Hook was a f- cover up or something. <laughs> they're not turning the frogs gay; they're turning the frogs zoo. Oh no! <laughs> uh, what a guy! What a legend! Yeah, I guess legendary doesn't doesn't inherently contain in positive. Yeah, legend in the 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 bad way. To be clear, like infamous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like a, the legendary dragon who kidnaps princesses and hoards gold. True, like true, a billionaire. true. <laughs> Very true. I don't. So yeah, uh, I guess my point is, if uh, you're someone out there that uh, has hands and uh, you really want to create something, uh, do a zoo project. I yeah. feel like. Like or for me. someone who doesn't have hands, I'm I'm very sorry, but no, uh, find a way to make a project anyway. <laughs> like I don't know, there's just so much overwhelming positivity and support in the community that I feel like anytime anyone even like attempts to do something, there's like so many people that are reaching out and always being like, "Hey, how can we help? Do you need assistance with this? Can we like promote your thing?" Like every time, like someone even like blinks in a way that makes it seem like they're going to try and start something. I'm like in their DMs, like, Hey, want to do an interview? Yeah. Um, 
I just uh, now announcing the brand new Zoo and Me cryptocurrency. (laughs) (laughs) Zoo points. Want to know the worst part? You couldn't even use uh, like dollar sign Zoo because that's for uh, Logan Paul's shitty fucking Zoo coin scheme that happened. Yeah, he has a, a crypto called Zoo. Um, that basically the idea is it's supposed to be like a game, quote unquote, where you buy eggs and then the eggs hatch. And then with those creatures, you can crossbreed them to create other creatures that will have other eggs. Um, and like you buy the eggs with tokens or like with sorry, with money. That's like the actual like crypto. But then like the whole process, you like spend it and then hopefully find something more valuable via like the crossbreeding. But then also it was like a huge scam and nobody made any money and the game doesn't exist. I feel like you could just sum up the entirety of cryptocurrency as well as uh, uh, fuck, well, a- NFTs as as kind of a scam. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame because I think there is an interesting application for the technology, but it's one of those things where like, the first people to jump on it were people that were trying to like screw people over and make money. And yeah. now like the whole thing is like tarnished reputation wise. Yeah, and the only other thing I could, I really know of that was particularly useful about it was making off the books purchases. Oh yeah. Money launderers were in love with it for oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> but it's funny. I feel like the fact that, chat gpt came out after the whole ai art thing is so unlucky for it because like ai in sort of its entirety has kind of a stigma around it and like the practical applications for chat gpt are insane if you like think about like this is like a sci-fi writer's like fantasy um but because people are like iffy on ai in general because it's seen as like a content aggregator more than it is something that's like useful um, or if someone's just watched Terminator a few too times, yeah. a few too many times, yeah, yeah. There's just like so much you can do with it in a way that's not scummy, but it feels scummy. That also reminds me of something I saw the other day that so that like a college student actually managed to who uh, basically make his own AI that was able to detect to detect act. Uh, like you know how people were using ChatGPT to uh, write their papers. Mm-hmm. Well, he made a he made a basic AI that could detect that. Yeah, uh, that's actually a whole like counter yeah. industry that's emerging. It's really cool. And I just I just feel like everyone on campus fucking hates this guy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like like he walks through he walks through like the down, down like the sidewalk through the main plaza of the university he's just getting glares from everyone all around him <laughs> because they can no longer have jet gpt play or make their essays for them true but like um are you familiar with the never-ending seinfeld episode i am not oh wait actually yes i am i i just remembered it where it's just a continuous ai generation of a seinfeld episode yeah and it had like dialogue it had characters it had motion it eventually said a racial slur and got banned um because that's just an ai staple at this point yeah um but like we are very close to being able to create like entire video games 
that do not exist until you start playing them and then get fully generated from the ground up based off of the experience that you're looking for. That is fucking trippy. <laughs> right. And like, to be clear, I'm not talking like next week, but like, yeah, even just things like imagine playing an MMO or like an RPG where you can go into a city and have full conversations with every single NPC and the game can track the information that the AI is like providing so that each of those characters have their own full out like lived experiences. Like that's such insane scope to think about, but that's actually probably not that far away. Yeah. Oh, so it's literally just making me think of an entire game consisting of like fucking clever bot AIs. <laughs> Where they forget what the fuck you're talking about, like the next sentence. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, so where's the so where's the nearest shop? Oh, the bathroom's over there. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of that before the technology gets perfected yeah. as well. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. You? Hi, how are you? I'm, yeah. I'm good. Hi. <laughs> Just repeating. Yeah, I think probably something that we're going to see a lot before the technology gets really good is people like having a conversation with a character where the character says something really like deep about themselves. And then you like start the conversation over and they just like totally don't remember that. And they're like, yeah. hey, so what happened to your sister? And they're like, oh, she's fine. After like going on like a rant about how she like got killed by the dragon or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out Jesus has a second sister, which they assume that you are talking about because course, the other sister is dead. Why would you be asking about the dead sister? True. <laughs> or just like rant. <laughs> even this is even have a chat GBT where it just randomly declares their love. The AI rant, just randomly declares its love for you. True. And that's always fun. Just imagine what, going in like a medieval RPG or whatever, just walking up to a random village person. I love you. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you saw someone like walk into a room wearing cool RPG armor, it could happen. Love at first sight exists. <laughs> or it's just a gold digger because they know that adventurers are really <laughs> fucking rich. True. I don't know. Either way, I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Though, I, though it won't work for me because... Because animals have no use for currency. <laughs> I mean, so like as um, a uh, person with robotic inclination, uh, would you consider yourself more of like a futurist or like a fundamentalist? How, and how do you mean? So like I fundamentalists feel like can mean a lot of things. There's a subsect of people that are trying to sort of take the world back to a simpler time not even just necessarily in terms of technology but in terms of like the way that we live our lives and like think that everything would be better in society if we just made things like more basic and then i think there's people that are like really hyped for the existence of real life cyberpunk and i just wonder like on that scale where do you put yourself well i wouldn't be i wouldn't say i'm i'm looking forward to a real life cyberpunk i'd much rather look rather work towards you know a, a star trek type situation <laughs> just a bit more utopian <laughs> yeah fair there is a lot of fucking work to be done and there are sev there are genuinely severe issues with how society works and functions now and and you know the stresses that it puts on people so there are definite things that had you know should be moved back like taking away car-based infrastructure and moving back towards more pedestrian streets and cities and having a 
more flushed out about uh, public infrastructure for public transportation. So would you say that in general, you think the introduction of more technology is beneficial or harmful for society? You see that it entirely depends on how it's being used. I mean, you can't know how it's being used, much like you're not going to really know how harmful or helpful AI is until it's too late. Yeah, fair enough. I feel like that it'll open up a lot more opportunities for us, but it's also going to make opportunities for, you know, degradation. Yeah. Destruction. (laughs) Yeah. So so it's kind of a Pandora's box of this could very well be the thing that could save us, or it could just as easily be used to destroy us. I think it's so interesting talking to zoos about technology, because I feel like there's very much this perception that, like, most zoos want to, like, live in the forest and like surround themselves with nature and animals and like interact with technology as little as possible. But at the same time, I think that like, because like I know so, so many programmers and it people. (laughs) (laughs) True. Like I'll be talking, like mention something about the fact that I'm wanting to work with technology. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I was, I have a master's in computer science and I've, Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. The, the idea of, the like, the zoo ranch or whatever is so, like, iconic. But at the yeah. same time, I don't know if people would necessarily be willing to go for the zoo ranch if it meant that, like, they'd have to be on dial-up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would not be able to stand dial-up. <laughs> Me neither. But I consider myself very much like a, a techno-file, I guess is the word. Someone who's really yeah. invested in technology. I think it's very cool. Yeah, I, I also really like tech. It's uh, something. Another thing we've been talking about that's kind of neat when it comes to like AI is uh, there's been a lot of discussion about how like AI could eliminate probably like fifty percent of the jobs in the job market yeah. like overnight at some point once it gets good enough. And uh, there's people that are really afraid of that, but at the same time, I think that it's neat to think of a society where people aren't needed to necessarily do manual labor and like whether or not that opens up other more like artistic possibilities or if it gives them opportunities in other ways that we just don't like have considerations for right now. Like even just looking at something like fast food, uh, like I'm sure you've been to a a fast food place where they have like the touch screens and you can just like order like that. If we got rid of everyone working in fast food, save for like the cooks, that's like tens of thousands, if not like hundreds of thousands of people that like don't have work now around the globe. And like yeah. as society, do we introduce something like uh, UBI, if you know what UBI is, to I like uh, universal basic income? Oh, yeah. 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 Something like that, where because we have more people than we have even like jobs that exist. Do we start trying to like support society in that kind of way? Or, like, obviously there's the chance it becomes even worse and everyone has no job and no money and the government does nothing. But I like to think that's, like, yeah. the the option that is less likely, hopefully. Well, I'm go- I kind of hate to break your optimism, but <laughs> if you look at the general pattern of what's been done over the course of, you know, advancing technology, they, the indus- industrialists don't take it as, like, oh, yay. Hey, uh, if we, we can do all this, you guys can work less. No, we're just going to have you work more using that technology. But I think that always, like... 
Basically, any t- anytime a job has gotten easier to do, it hasn't actually lessened the load of the person. It's just increased the productivity of the company. I definitely get what you mean, but I still feel like that's in terms of like production. Yeah. Like not like the elimination of necessity of the human element at all. So like another great example that people talk about all the time is like long haul truck drivers. If we get to the point where we can have like self-driving long haul trucks that just do that job, it's not like, like what would the company need to divert that manpower towards, you know, like the job is kind of done. But I, all I'm generally saying is that in a, in a capitalist system where, like, we currently live in, there's not really much incentive to set up, like, oh, yes, we're going to who make sure all of you are provided for. No, it's just like, well, you're not making us money. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I consider myself an optimist. Yeah. Like, I feel like if we ever get to the point where we have, like, a 30% unemployment because jobs just aren't needed, the government would have to do something to try yeah. and alleviate that problem. Honestly, with the cur- current climate, I, I debate what I debate if that would ever actually happen. Because in my mind, we need to like completely restructure how the government is run, as well as like how the economy works. True. Yeah. Because I am, I am a like when I first joined the community over the course of joining the community, like in that general time frame since I've joined, I've become a lot more radicalized. <laughs> <laughs> that'll happen yeah yeah i started off as just kind of like you know demo- so- social democrat you know or democratic socialist you know oh we can reform it a bit you know make it a little bit better here and you know generally it'll be better but no i'm like now i'm like no this system just straight up is not fucking working anymore tear it all down and create a socialist one <laughs> i just don't understand why nobody has chat gpt how to fix america like i feel like that's the strategy you know <laughs> the true that was a joke to be clear if anyone's listening that was not real life <sighs> i don't know i guess i'm just more optimistic than you which yeah. uh is a problem i tend to have yeah I, i'm i gen, am generally a bit pessimistic about the current course things are going which is why i'm going somewhere else I'll still be screwed in the long run when the planet burns, but, you know, at least I'll get to enjoy my life a little bit better. Yeah, but you won't be in the States when Elon Musk buys the entire country. Thank God. (laughs) If if he's treating it like literally any of his other fucking projects, it's going to burn and it's not going to work very well. I mean, did you hear that uh, in San Francisco at Twitter's headquarters... Um, he turned off the W in the name on like the big sign out front. So it just said titter. Um, and then when uh, the local like government complained that he couldn't just have it say titter, um, he painted the sign, like the W black so that it's still technically on, but you can't see the letter. So it still is the same. Uh, he just... He acts so spoiled, and it's so fucking funny it's in, like, like a, a way like that I a, wish he was a character in a movie. <laughs> it's like if you gave a toddler billions of dollars and put it in an adult's body. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when he uh, got in trouble with the lawsuit for Dogecoin and turned the fucking Twitter logo to the Doge dog for, like, a week. <sighs> Billionaires are not a thing that should ever exist. Yeah. They should be abolished. Mm-hmm. 
and taxed out of existence. Yeah, I mean, adjusted for inflation, I think that uh, income maximums and like potential sort of valuation maximums should probably exist for sure. Because I'm not sure if you're aware, but the uh, wealth inequality of the United States currently is actually much wider than the uh, French Revolution. Mm-hmm. As in, the, there was more. There is more inequality between the poorest and highest, or and richest people in America now, than there was in absolute monarchist Spain, <laughs> or not Spain, France. Why the fuck did I say Spain? They're the same. <laughs> I mean, they're next to each other, but that's. <laughs> not... <laughs> but see, the interesting part is, um, and this is one of my favorite parts about America. Uh, during that time period. Uh, they didn't have drone strikes. And so like any kind of like uprising of the people to try and like take power back is much more potentially uh, devastating, I guess, than it would have been back then. Not, not to say that the French army and stuff didn't have plenty of tools at their disposal, but like, yeah, (laughs) a a piece of field artillery compared to, yeah, a modern, bombing drone yeah yeah it's just like it's not realistic regardless of how like second amendment uh everything is as an american do you believe that citizens should have the right to own nuclear weapons i feel like that is utterly insane but see if the goal of the second amendment is to give the people a way to viably fight back against an oppressive state what's the alternative Personally, I'm just not a big advocate of the Second Amendment in general. <laughs> oh, no, you hate America. How could you? Yes, that's why I'm leaving. <laughs> this country sucks. and I'm peck- <laughs> <laughs> Literally well, every day I feel less safe in this country and I don't want to fucking be here anymore. <laughs> I hope Biden doesn't hear you say that. Uh, let it ring in his ears. <laughs> Just because well, he was the less shitty option doesn't mean I don't like him. <laughs> if I uh, ever get the chance to interview him for the magazine, I will tell him you said that. <laughs> By all means. That'd be a cool one. I would do that interview. <laughs> I, f- I feel like we've got a bit to go before we're interviewing the president of the United States at Zooey. Mm, so what you're saying is probably like the next president will be the one I get to interview. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, we could also fingers try- crossed it's someone good. Yeah, we, we we could try for like the uh, the Chancellor of Germany, you know. Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Because Ger- Germany is a bit more more you know friendly. Let's set up a let's set up a, a friendly competition here. Yeah. If you guys get to do an interview with the Chancellor of Germany on Zoo and Me before I get the chance to interview the President of the United States for uh, Zooey.pub, I'll buy you dinner. And vice versa. No, sure. We right. are, we are recording that as a bet right now. I mean, we are uh, doing a podcast, so yeah, yeah. that that lives on the internet forever now. All right, what is the who, who is the current chancellor of Germany? Uh, Angela Merkel. No, no, she's she is out of office. Uh, Jacinda Ardern. I think his name is like Olaf something. <gasps> Really? That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's Olaf Scholz. Oh, that's a neat name. Uh, did you Google that? 
Yes. No! Aki said not to let you Google anything. Fuck, I ruined it. Aki, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Olaf Scholz, <laughs> member of the Social Democratic Party. Well, good for him, I guess. He he looks like a politician, you know, balding, kind of, ha- but has a little bit of hair on the sides. Very tall forehead, kind of big ears. Yeah, very uh, generally neutral. Yeah, he he looks like a generic white politician. Yeah, I didn't look it up, so I don't know because uh, I'm recording a podcast right now. But I'll believe you. I'll send you a picture. I won't look at it. I have everything in silent mode because I'm uh, dedicated to providing great content for all you listeners out there. Well, I w- I'm sending it to you anyway. <laughs> I'll look at so it when I... we're done recording and be like, wow, that dude looks white as hell. Yep. He looks like he in- eats club crackers for dinner and claps when the plane lands. If you got the interview with him, but could only ask him one question, what would the question be? What do you think of zoos? That's such a boring question. But it's also an important one. It is an important one. Okay, I'll give you that. Sometimes the most important questions aren't the flashiest. Well, ask me the exact same question I just asked you to ask. What if you could ask one thing to ask Joe Biden or any future president, what would it be? What dog breeds the most fuckable? (laughs) (laughs) I, I I thought you were going to go for someone like, so, you ever fuck a dog? <laughs> <laughs> you ever fuck a non-human? Yeah, who is them? your first non-human lover? Tell me about yeah. him. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm now struggling to remember the name of, of Biden's dog. Does he have a dog? Oh, uh, yeah, German Shepherd. The, uh, the uh, Secret Service doesn't like him very much because he's bitten a few people. <laughs> Fair. And I mean, if he's a G-Shep, I feel like he's probably got a name like Buster. I'm looking it up. Oh, no, Aki, I'm double sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Biden's Please dog. let it be Buster. Holy shit, that'd be so funny. All right, let's see here. Major. That's kind of close. I had the right energy. It says formerly owned by by Joe Biden's family. Who is it owned by? Who is who is major with now? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, see, it's this just, is why it's, it's not saying. It's just says formerly owned by Joe Biden's family. This is so why googling is dangerous. You're going to go down a whole rabbit hole now. Departure from the White House in December 2021 on the day of hey, the Bidens announced the new puppy commander. I guess he was. I guess he. <laughs> He got outranked and sent out. Oof. <laughs> All right. That was to move into the White House. It was also announced that Major would no longer be resident there after experts recommended that it would be safer for him to live in a quieter environment with family friends. Okay. Right. So well, it's unspecified, unspecified family friends of the Bidens. Cool. Love that for him. And so they got a higher ranking dog. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Scary. The next, next, next one's going to be general. And next one's gonna... just going to be president of the United States, <laughs> commander in chief. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's a. Oh my god, you should. No, they should get another one that is just named chief, and then you have commander in chief. <gasps> that's true. Of the and United States. Yeah, when they fuck, you can make the joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
So then it would be commander in chief. Yeah. Anyway, husky, more like hump me. Am I right, fellas? (laughs) (laughs) Still that one straight from Vex. I don't know. I think we're recording a podcast. Are we? I had a great topic at the start that you gave up on so fast. Look, I didn't know how to answer it. But also, in fairness, I feel like every time that I'm on, I'm like, so what do you guys think about interesting discussion topic? And then we spend like five minutes on it. And then y'all go, mm. so anyway, Cheetos are cool. <laughs> we we have a very rambly podcast. <laughs> I do not have ADHD. However, I feel like someone could get the impression that we do. <laughs> I just need to bring easier topics is, I think, the issue. Like, my topics need to be like, so do you like dogs? Well, that's just going to be a solid yes and then moving on. Oh, that's what you think. But then we'll talk about it for an hour because that's what happens. All right. Ask me. All right. Brass, do you like dogs? Yes. Did you Google that? Uh, No, I did not. Oh, nice. Aki's going to be so proud. But I can. No, don't do it! <laughs> <laughs> just look up in Google, do you or do I like dogs? When does this episode come out? Is it literally uh, like tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a YouTube video called Do I, I Like Dogs? It is three seconds long. I hope they say no. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> so, uh, want to hear something cool that's coming up that I do not know if I can talk about yet. Uh, sure. There, there doesn't appear to be any audio. I can't hear anything. Amazing. Uh, it's, it's literally just a guy recording his face and then it goes up to his hair. Okay. I love YouTube. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you're saying? Uh, we are relaunching and have rebuilt the entire Zooey.pub site. And hopefully that should come out next week. Ooh. Very exciting. Uh, it is cleaner. It looks better. The search bar might work. Works. Asterisk. <laughs> maybe. Um, they're guaranteed to maybe work. So possibly at the start, the only difference will be that uh, things look nicer. Oh, and we have uh, tags now. So if you uh, want to like search for things by tags, you can like see all the articles written by one person or about different stuff. My personal um, favorite tag is Brass Bulldog. Uh, yeah, me too. With all of one article. Yeah, but it's a banger, in fairness. I probably link your article to more people than any other one. I mean, same, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it feels, le- feel, feels less telling if it's me doing it. Yeah, it's the only one you've read, so that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> hey, I read your articles about, about you know, the uh, grooming thing. I was so excited for you to just say, hey, I've read your articles, um, which would imply that you've read at least one article every week, so I could call you on it. Um, I'm honestly so excited for the article that we've talked about you writing, though. Like, I think that'd be such a cool read. It'd do very well. It's such good clickbait. <laughs> it's still it's still lost to the annuals of time. I, I mean, yeah, that's the whole point of the article. <laughs> well, now we're just teasing it. Now it has to be written. Fuck you. <laughs> I've been... I, what do you mean teasing it? I have in the server just been like, hey, when are you releasing the article about that thing that we've talked about a bunch of times? And you're like, oh, it's coming. And then like in brackets, like not. It's just, it's, it's the dragons in Game of Thrones. Yeah. It'll, it'll, they'll come at the end of time. 
Yeah. I'm so excited for like 10 years from now when uh, yeah. the site's like dead because well, TikTok see, then bought I, it. Then I'll have a lot. Then I'll have 10 more years worth of content to put in. <laughs> Famous zoo throughout history. Toggle. Um, <laughs> Fausti. Yeah. yeah. Taro. Me. Baki. <laughs> Well, also, now you've spoiled what it is. Good job, I, Tara. I've said it so many times. Listen, if Aki's that worried about it, she can edit it out. <laughs> Why would Aki be worried about it? I don't know either. Listen, I'll say whatever I need to to get you to write it. <laughs> I think, like, the best articles for me are things that I just would be interested in reading if I saw someone else tweet about it. And that's one where I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. What the heck? I'd love to hear about that. But I don't care about history at all and just refuse to do that much research because I just don't have the time to put in for like one article when I'm doing one a week. Yeah. I th- think one of the ma- major things that have stopped me from doing it is, yeah, like, fuck, this is actually having historical context and thus I actually have to like put sources and shit. Yeah, but, oh, no, I don't need sources. What the fuck? They could all just be, like, blatant rumors. Um, the thing is, my rumors would be, like, did you know Abraham Lincoln was a zoo? Because uh, his hat was really big. Like, that's that's my extent of history that I know. <laughs> I mean, actually, I do know a rumor about Abraham Lincoln that he had a is There is literally a rumor that he had a gay lover at one point. Okay, but was it a gay animal lover? No. Uh Right. But the the rumor sparked because he he spent a while like in a hotel room with a friend of his his as he was staying in like a a city, and at the time it was actually rather common for pe- if somewhere pe- two people were sharing sharing you know a hotel room they would share the same bed. So he was sleeping in the same bed as another man for like a, like a few days or something. Yeah. Don't knock until you try it, I guess. <laughs> okay, just do a fun thought experiment with me right now. If you had to, in your head, think of how many people you could make a reasonable argument for as to have been zoos that are historically prominent figures, how many could you come up with on the spot? All right, there's there's decent argument for that one. Uh, Wait, there's another one. So far, I'm at three. Yeah. Uh, the minimum that you need for any listicle is five so you're more than halfway there yeah although the second one is a bit iffy as that that was again just kind of a rumor that was never actually proven have you read any of our listicles iffy is fine (laughs) aki literally wrote an article that was the top 10 most fuckable pokemon that aren't too popular like what does that even mean (laughs) that was a fun article that was a really fun article i like that one a lot Oh, I'm just remembering that one where uh, you you announced that you had that you had made an art written one of the articles up and it was ready to go and then and Aggie said it's about me and you're like yes and then what <laughs> oh what was it oh it was <sighs> oh was it like the ugliest animals <laughs> oh yeah yeah the 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 top seven ugliest animals that uh as, even a zoo wouldn't fuck or something like that <laughs> and, and uh, ranked said, by a zoo file yeah before Aki knew what it was she said it's about me and you said sorta that was such perfect timing i loved that <laughs> god it was great but like you could even just be like yeah the creator of pokemon was a zoo because uh who else would design all these sexy animals like hey 
That's really the level of quality I'm going for. My point is, please write this fucking article. (laughs) I'll consider it. You've been considering it for like four months. Look, I need time to think about it. Well, next time I'm on the podcast, it's just going to be an hour of us thinking about it. (laughs) That's going to be a very entertaining podcast. It's just an hour of... (laughs) And that's it. No, you're allowed to Google stuff, so... (laughs) Let me Google that. No, not this time. No. <laughs> it's specifically this time Aki was like, do Can not let him Google I stuff. Google <laughs> No, please use Bing. Why? No, it's just going to be Google's result just for fun. Spice things up. Yeah. But I don't have Bing on my phone. It's over for you. Yep. This is the end of my career. Goodbye. Damn, it's just going to be the Taro show. Welcome to Zoo and Me. Uh, a zoo and also me. Oh no, you're just not saying anything. I can't hold the show by myself. <laughs> I wanted to see how long you could go. About eight seconds. <laughs> Hell yeah. Listen, every time I have a good idea for content, it goes into my own work. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I think it is time for the anecdote archives <gasps> do you know what that means what do you remember last last week when i we were pretending to be each other and oh, yeah. uh yeah. i posted the the picture of like how to tell it's a banger zoo and me episode uh yeah. one of them was uh brass saying so uh how long has it been um <laughs> and we managed to go the entire episode without you doing how long has it been that well, means it's a banger I, content because i i I uh, was able to just look out and see it. Because it was banger content. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, the April Fool's thing was very fun. I enjoyed it, yeah. I feel like people got tired of it very quickly, but I had fun. (laughs) Pretty sure I lost like 30 (laughs) followers that day, but that's okay. Uh, Also, can I ask, ask, uh, how good of a job do you think I did of impersonating you? I thought it was really funny. Other people who were also doing it. (laughs) I had a great time, to be honest. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. I think it ended up being much more just like a joke for us than it was like anyone else. But it was good. Yeah. I liked my uh, my fun history fact. I had a couple more of those planned, but once I realized that people were like unfollowing in mass droves, I was like, okay, we'll cool it. Oh, what was the what was the fun history fact? (laughs) Let me scroll back. It's not Google Aki. Don't be mad. Uh, I, brackets, the brass bulldog, love history, and so I thought I'd hit you with a fun history fact. Did you know that when George Washington discovered electricity, it was while he was trying to toast some bread while also taking a bath? It was quite a shocking discovery. Oh my god. <laughs> you even got the bad puns. Hell I yes, I did. Yep. No, I hit <laughs> everything in there. Yeah. <laughs> The only downside to that whole thing was my tweet right before we started April Fools was me saying that uh, I love trans people or whatever. And so when I'm just scrolling through my tweets being like, oh, this is a meme, this is a meme, this is a meme. And then I see that and I'm like, oh, I hope nobody thought that was like an April Fool's thing. Also, what did you think of that one when I posted that that was like, Take, uh, making fun of that one time you gave your friend a blowjob and said oh. it was notable. <laughs> that one was great. Yeah. 
Uh, That's still for sure one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> just, just the fact that it was notable. That said, I saw that friend again yesterday, and uh, it went great. We watched you, a Crater Clash. Did you give him another blowjob that was notable? Uh, I did not, because uh, we had a bunch of people over to watch the show, and it would have been weird. Uh, and also, the boxing matches were actually really good, so I didn't want to miss them. I'll spread the love around. They can give them head too. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> next time, I'll give them another one and report back. All right. Have me <laughs> on the show again. We'll discuss for an hour. All right. So tell me, what was the intricate motion? <laughs> <laughs> Go into very, just very specific detail. Hello and welcome to the Zoo and Me podcast. Today, we're teaching you how to blow a dog. <laughs> now remember, the knot can be very large. So... <laughs> Oral knotting, hotter in porn than it is in real life sometimes. <laughs> Just ow, 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 ow. Well, anyway, I'll probably get to Anecdote Archive, and this this has been it. But I do actually have something for the Anecdote Archive. Please, go ahead. Uh, I got my uh, passport this week. <gasps> hey, congratulations. Thank you. I can actually, you know, start doing shit for getting to Germany. Uh, have you applied to the school yet? That is actually what I needed the passport for. I wasn't able to apply until I got my passport. Ah, what do you think is like statistically the chance of you getting in? Uh, they have a thirteen percent acceptance rate for foreign students. <laughs> mm, but I would say you're in like at least the tenth percentile of people. So like I think your chances right. are pretty good then. Thank you. You're welcome. And that's kind of what I had. Yeah, just the fact that I have a passport now, I can leave the country. Yay! That's a really like small anecdote, but I love that uh, for yeah. you. I could drive to Canada because that is the closest country to me. Hey, Canada is a place. It is. Or if I felt like going longer, I could drive from Canada into America again, but Alaska <laughs> this time. Hey, Alaska is also a place. It is also very far north and disconnected from the continental U.S. You could drive to Mexico and uh, do stuff in Mexico. I don't know. I could have a vacation, get kidnapped by a cartel, and held for ransom. Hell yes! And you're a notable figure, kind of like a minor celebrity, and so like they could charge a lot for you. They could charge like a whole 200 bucks more. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm the Brass Bulldog. I have almost 3k followers on Twitter. <laughs> not even not even that. I have 200, 2,600. That's, that, you know, you're. we're talking about once you get to Mexico. Like, it's going to go yeah. up before then I'll, I'll pull a uh, t I'll pull a Ted Cruz and go to Cancun when I get <laughs> went in the middle of a bad disaster heck yeah the disaster being the existence of the United States of America <laughs> <laughs> yes so what do you have for us with the anecdote archive or was or was the uh, the uh, April Fool's thing your anecdote uh here, talk just like about anything for 60 seconds and I'll brainstorm. Uh, fuck. Oh, no, I have it. I have it. Okay. I have it. Okay. I can't. Okay. So this is going to be kind of weird because I can't get into the specifics about it yet. But um, a couple weeks ago, I had the pleasure of 
Mm, okay, let me reframe the story. A couple weeks ago, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw an account from someone I didn't recognize that had a lot of followers that was like very clearly zoo oriented. And I was like, that's cool. Um, and so I reached out and I was like, hey, just wanted to say love that you're doing stuff. Uh, and then I realized they did make a certain kind of content. Um, and so it was like, hey, uh, I'd love it if I could like interview for the magazine. Um, and someone on this person's team actually reached back to me and was like, hey, uh, yeah, let's let's do it. That sounds super fun. Um, and so I did an interview recently that should be coming up next weekend. And it was just this, like this really surreal moment of like, this is so cool. Like, how is yeah. this my life that I get to like, just like talk to people and like, they're all so awesome. And I get to like do interviews and stuff. And, and you're a journalist. Yeah. Like I, it was, yeah, it was a moment where I felt like a journalist. Like yeah. I had like a whole last day where I was just like sitting around feeling so self-important. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, anyway, I'm very excited for that to come out next week. Uh, but I don't know. I, uh, it's hard to understate how much this whole experience has been like an ego boost to me. Cause, uh, like not to say I was that like self-pessimistic in general, but like, wow, it, it's so empowering being able to do what I do. And also thank you for everyone who like reads the magazine and supports me and stuff. I appreciate it. I'd say no problem, but <laughs> that doesn't apply to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? For every article you don't read, you retweet. And that's almost more valuable to me. So, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I may not I read them myself, but I spread the word. Yeah, listen, if you want to support me, either read the content or retweet the content. Either I am happy with. Woo. Woo. Oh, anyway, that was, that was my thing. Okay. Um, also, everyone keep an eye out for that interview. Uh, it'll probably this, be Saturday. This is one I might actually read because I'm curious as to who it is. Oh, I'll tell you afterwards, but uh, you're going to hear it and be like, really? And I'm going to be like, yeah. And uh, then you're going to cry because you're proud of me. <laughs> it's it's Joe Biden. We got him, guys. We got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> I set up that bet so you'd have to buy me dinner. Get fucked. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll bring you to mcdonald's you know my favorite restaurant <laughs> get, get the nut chicken nuggies yeah uh you know thanks for supporting my efforts to stay vegan i appreciate that <laughs> i'll have one and be like you know what meat's not worth it <laughs> <laughs> uh the ch chicken nuggets at, at mcdonald's are so fucking bad they're really gross. They're like sometimes I'm like, man, there is some meat products that I miss, uh, and it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining someone, yeah, he's gone vegan. Is like, is there anything you miss about with eating meat? Oh yeah, I, I long for the days when I could take, I could go to McDonald's and get get a ten piece nuggets. <laughs> so I know we technically finished already, but it's so funny. I feel like. All the stuff people talk about, like, oh, you're you're going to miss, like, bacon or, like, you're going to miss, like, having steaks. And, like, it's none of those things. It's mostly just, like, I miss, like, getting frozen pizza 
and not having to like buy specific brands or like specific kinds. Like I miss like just like being able to go to the grocery store and getting like a Hawaiian pizza because pineapple pizza is the best. Yeah. Or like if I go to like a place that does like, I don't know, like freaking Subway or something like the meat and the cheese are such an integral part of the experience. Yeah. And so if you just go and you're like, I'll just get some veggies on a bread. It's like, what what are you doing with your life? <laughs> yeah. Or I, I feel like for me, the thing that would be hardest is, yeah, is cheese. Cause mm-hmm. God damn it. I love cheese. Yeah. And cheese is uh one that I uh, have to try much harder to not uh, slip up on. Cause uh, no, also vegan cheese, the vegan cheese I've seen just looks really kind of gross. It's not, it's not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those people that's like all for veganism, but also like if lab grown meat becomes a thing, I'm not complaining, you know? Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can we get some, some uh, lab grown cheddar cheese? Oh, I dream of the day. What if they just lab grow the parts of the cow that are required to make the cheddar cheese? It's just like a, it's just like a, a fucking udder on a <laughs> dish. That would be uh, interesting. <laughs> they just go up. It's just like kind of hanging from the hang- and like a, a little thing over the counter. Anyway, uh, I love that well, we've come so to, full circle on both the Joe Biden thing and on technology. We're really like unironically doing a great job here. Yeah. Anyway, end the podcast before any of All us right. ruin it. Would you like to plug your socials first? Yeah. Hi there. I'm Taro. Uh, you can follow me at Here for the Zoo on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow the magazine that I run, Zooey.pub. Uh, Zooey.pub on Twitter as well. Uh, please check that out. It is a very cool project and uh, there are a lot of awesome people that write for it. Um, we also have the Zooey.pub Discord server, um, which is a safer work space uh, that is moderated by myself, Brass, and Aki. Uh, it's it's really cool. We just hit like 550 members. We're going to be doing a game night really soon. Uh, so yeah, if you're looking for someone to hang out and meet other zoos, uh, it's it's I'm biased, but pretty cool. Nice. Alright, and I've been Brass Bulldog. On Twitter, I'm at the Brass Bulldog. The podcast Twitter is at Zoo and Me. Our email is is uh, zooandme at proton.me. Our uh, website is zooand.me. Still the best URL there ever is, ever was, and ever will be. <laughs> and our PayPal doesn't exist anymore, so <laughs> I don't need to remember that one anymore. What happened to your PayPal? Uh, it it got taken down. Like literally, oh. PayPal PayPal banned our account. Oh shit! I should check my account. Yeah, because it's related to Zeus shit, apparently. Yeah, I. Uh... Oh god, no! We finished the podcast, but I have another thing I want to talk about. What do I do? Just do it quick. Okay. Um. So, uh, Twitter is launching this feature called Super Followers that makes so that people can pay to subscribe to your account on Twitter, and then you get the money and it's just like a fucking there are lots of stuff to do it um and uh on one hand i think it'd be really cool because it's a way to like if you really like what i'm doing support me like directly on platform and i don't have to worry about like third party fucking other services that are gonna like get mad about me existing but on the other hand i don't want to give money to elon's twitter and so it's very hard yeah okay i think that's the end of this episode okay so Stick around for, or stay around for the next episode where we'll be howling at the moon. <laughs>
Every week we're coming together. We'll laugh and we'll there's a word there. We chatter. Is it chatter? Yeah. All right. Along with you and me. Good enough. (laughs) Bye. Bye.